Sunday poll. We are back after a uh, extended holiday break. I uh, hope everybody's stomach has uh, returned back to normal size. Uh, I'm still I'm still getting there. I actually did a little bit of reading on what actually happens on Thanksgiving. Okay. To your stomach, it's pretty grotesque. <laughs> Your stomach is very adaptable, so right. it's able to basically expand in size and make more room than there should be. Okay. But yeah. when it does that, it pushes up against like your other organs, vital organs, oh. and those don't work as well. So if you feel yourself <laughs> breathing heavy after a big meal, that's your heart not working as well. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize the organ situation. I didn't know like the like it's the worst thing to do before Thanksgiving is to like not eat like to fast because then your stomach contracts. Like training for a marathon, you gotta build up. Yeah, I think next year we have to talk about our pre-Thanksgiving prep. What you know, what we'll have like for breakfast. We'll plan that out next year. That'd be a good thing for 2023. Um, but yeah, no, I I knew that, but I guess I didn't realize the the danger. That that other important parts of your internal workings we're gonna have to deal with. Um, hey, well, it's a holiday for everybody, though. Okay, including you know the liver and the heart and the lungs. The ticker, yeah, yeah. I imagine. Um, I yeah, I may have I may have messed up. I I didn't go breakfast uh, Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, but I mean, I but I did go all in the night before pizza. That's usually a routine before Thanksgiving. A couple yeah. pies. Yeah, uh, I may have dipped into like the vanilla ice cream that was for the apple pie. <laughs> so I think I think that's that made room because it's. I always say it's like run, uh, training for a marathon. You gotta you gotta build up to that meal. Yeah, I think the day before it's good. It's like I don't think the people do this anymore. But before running a marathon, they would have you like. Carb carbo load. They just have you chow down on pasta, because then you just be burning those carbs for the entire time you're running. Kind of the same thing here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a runner, but so I can't relate. But like, I couldn't picture wanting to do anything less after eating a bunch of pasta than run. No, I don't think it's like the morning of the run. I think it's leading oh. up to it, like the week, of, like the week of or the day before. I don't know exactly how it works. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, then. That's pretty good prep. I am also not a runner. <laughs> That'd be a fun prep week though. Just pasta every night leading up yeah. to the run. That's great. Yeah. Just, just test drive in new shapes. Yeah. Or a cat you one night, rigatoni another night, ZD another night, linguini the next night. Running the running the the next day. That's it. Yeah, Burning it all in. off. Have all the energy in the world. I don't know. I um, think that I think that's just old thinking that nobody buys anymore. I don't know. What's that? What, the car the carbo load before marathon running before running anything. Um, I've heard that. Yeah, well, they always, they they preach hydrating now, which is probably important too. But it is probably important to. I'm sure eat, there's eat a lot too. I'm sure there's other ways to achieve what you're looking for ahead of a race. Yeah. And it's always like the real skinny guys from a third world country that finish anyway. So it's not like the, those guys are loading up and eating like three pounds of pasta the day before. Those guys are just yeah. running hoping to get a meal. 
No, those guys haven't eaten a dish of pasta in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah, maybe maybe it was a bad idea. Whoever what makes those it. guys good runners? Besides being just rail thin. That's a great I don't know. That's what else are they gonna do? Is just a matter of that's all they do? I'm maybe I'm more impressed by the, the marathon like Ethiopian dude than I am Usain Bolt. Yeah, Usain Bolt just training all the time. Like he's got just a forty. Nike, he's like a forty-yard dash. He's got Nike money pouring into him. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me a, give me a guy from Senegal. The marathon people are very, just they're just unique people. Yeah, a lot of cheaters. And there's too. a lot of them. There's a lot. Oh, is there really a lot of cheaters? I don't know. There's a lot, but there's there's been some cheaters through the years, getting rides and stuff, cutting corners. <laughs> Oh yeah, and that's where it gets to a place where it's like, what are you doing it for now? <laughs> yeah, like I always looked yeah. at, I always looked at people who did those type of events, like just as like a mental challenge to yourself. Yep, mm-hmm. you want to win, don't get me wrong, but it's more of just like, can I do know, it? You, yes, can I do it? Yeah, can I pull? You getting off? rides? <laughs> Someone picking you up and driving and you five miles? Yeah. Yeah, doing it for is, all the wrong reasons. Now you're in it for the glory now. Yeah, which is not a good enough reason for me to risk, like, I don't know, my reputation or risk any kind of punishment. Like for me to, for me to ever like take a, to cheat the system in any way, it would have the payoff would have to be, have to be massive. Yeah, there'd have to be millions of dollars at stake, like the steroid guys in baseball. Yeah, I wonder if I would even like that was I don't know. I like to think I wouldn't do steroids in that situation. I like to think that. I like to think that getting caught because I I also romanticize the game, so I, I would like to think that if I was in that position, that I would say, no, I can't do that. Cause if I got caught, then I'd be I'd be like Joe Jackson at the end of at the end of eight men out, just kind of slumming it, playing playing ball and whatever kind of back road places I could play because MLB wouldn't have me anymore. Like in my mind, I'd want to be, you know, have the great career number retired hall of fame, like all that kind of stuff. And I know if I got caught doing steroids, that would never be a chance. I don't know. Maybe if I was a two ten hitter with none of this stuff, like to look forward to, I could make a justification for it. Um, and instead of eight men out, it would be like eight hundred guys on the Mitchell report. So it wouldn't be that. <laughs> you'd be yeah. you'd be in a good company or a bad company, good company, whichever way you want to look at it. You'd have a lot of guys. Yeah, I, I would look at it as like you're the punch and Judy two ten guy who out of nowhere hits like fifty home runs like Brady Anderson. You're like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep doing this till I get caught. Maybe I can squeeze a contract out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's and probably be set for life. Yeah, that in that case, I want. Yeah, if I'm on the fringes of the game, I wonder if I was, if I'd be willing to do that. But then again, I don't know because even like Bonds got coaching jobs and stuff after. It's not like he was completely. But I mean, in this scenario, I'm Bond. not Bonds. <laughs> right. You're just trying to hang on. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but then again, I'd want like jobs. I want to work like in the game. I think like how fucking lucky is Aaron Boone? He just he just gets to work in the like Don Zimmer. His whole fucking life, he was in baseball. Yeah, McGuire still worked in the game. 
Sosa, I think it wasn't the steroids. It's that he turned color. He's got some issues. I don't know what happened to him. He's some sort of skin it goes disease. A little, it goes a little deeper with him. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. He's just a weird guy. When, when, you, when you're weird, don't expect people to come knocking looking to help you out. Yeah. I mean, when you show up looking like Halloween, yeah. it's not. Yeah, like Rodman, like once he was past his uh, expiration date, nobody in the NBA was like, hey, come uh, come help us scrimmage. Come run this scrimmage with us. <laughs> no. Like, no, why don't you yeah, go talk to Kim Jong-un. Like, do your thing, Dennis. We'll see you later. You ever, see, he... you ever see the uh, Sean Connery interview where he talks about, like, it's okay to hit women? <laughs> um, was it, oh, it was from the 70s, I'm guessing. I think it was from 87. Oh, my God. It was with Barbara Walters. I believe I just saw this online this week. Yeah. And she basically was confronting him about having previously made the remarks, and he absolutely doubled down. (laughs) Wow. Okay, well. This is 87, so, like, all right, it's post-James Bond. But he worked pretty comfortably after that, no problem, no questions asked. Oh yeah, no, he had no problem. Untouchables, right? Untouchables <laughs> probably was probably right around there. I mean, The Rock was after that. Uh, the one with Catherine Zeta Jones, Entrapment. Um, yeah, it was after that. So I mean, he and those are big movies. So at least at the time they were. Um, yeah, no, he was, he was. His last movie before he retired was that I never saw it. That Extraordinary Gentleman one, League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was a pretty big blockbuster movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big one. Yeah. So, I mean, he worked no problem after that. Yeah. And yep. he said, well, he did say it was a last. I, I can't even do a Connor. It was a last resort. Can't do Connor. <laughs> it's a, yeah. la- a last resort hitting a woman. So he was, he was, you know, he. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so he had said something about it being okay. Barbara Walters yeah. years ago had said something. That Barbara Walters like brought it up in this interview, trying to cancel him. Barbara Walters, known cancel culture, uh, um, I don't know, dude, sounding she, sounding she, mother. She, she she ended the interview with like, she's like I'm you're gonna get a lot of mail. And he and he goes all all time comeback. He goes oh maybe female. <laughs> and that's that's the um, end of the clip. I mean, so arrogant, and it was just like, wow. I mean, bad message to send, but hard not to like the guy when he's just like shit eating grin. Do you know? <laughs> do you know what he had said previously, or it was just kind of he had made comments at one point that it was okay to hit a woman, and she was slow. Oh, no, slap. He made a he made a point, not a um, not a closed fist. Yeah, some constraint is good. Right, it's good, Sean. Yeah, a gentleman. So the, a, a gentleman, even in the worst of moments, that's great. Um, <laughs> uh, so why why did he say it was okay? What was his his reasoning when Barbara asked him like about the, it? He's like, with a woman, he's like, they never let it. They never let it rest. He's like, you'll let them get the last word in, but then they'll keep going. Uh, I don't know if that's really the best reason. <laughs> well, he did say he did make a point. 
<laughs> he did make a point to say it was a last resort. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you, I hear you, you're a Sean Connery apologist, obviously. Second time you're saying that. Um, <laughs> oh, then uh, she was like, what happens if they slap you back? He was like, well, then they may start to like it. It may turn <laughs> to something else. A man of experience, obviously. Yeah. Different uh, worlds, Sean Connery. Within, I think. Different broads, too. Different broads. Let's let's put that out there. Let's put yeah, that out there. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. You look at he lived through. I mean, what, what's what's Connery's prime? Like sixties, seventies. Yeah, yeah. Tough old broads over there. Angie Dickinson what? and stuff. Yeah. Uh, who was oh, Con- yeah. There's something very special about Bond Girl too. That was oh, a big yeah, deal. Oh yeah. Uh, let's. Would see. he be, would he be classified as barrel chested, Connery? Is he a little too oh, lean? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Uh, Might be the chest here. He, Give him a few points. I don't think he's quite... Maybe as he got older, he's a little slender. Not, he's not he, thin. He's not thin. He's close to it. He's on the... He's yeah, on the, he was pretty... He was thin for, for Bond, I think. When he was younger, yeah. Yeah. I, he was on the, he's on the precipice of barrel chest, though. He's right in there. He's right in that... Uh, in the range, because Bond, cool. yeah, because Bond has to be kind of lean, you know. You gotta, you gotta look good in the tux. Yep, yep. So, Sean Connery's married twice. I would, uh, I would have had him pegged this like five times. Oh, Diane Salento from sixty-two to seventy-three, and then Michelin oh. Rokebrun from seventy-five to twenty-twenty. Oh, so he really went the distance. Yeah, yeah. But he was in relationships. <laughs> this is crazy because he's in relationships with, and they list the names of them and the years he was with them right in the middle of his marriages. <laughs> a lot of overlap. Yeah. yeah, a lot of overlap. Gina Rollins in 1998, which seems odd. I mean, Who? it's like Gina Rollins, she was, she's an actress. Um, but I mean, it's obviously, but they're both older at that point. Um, names like, Jill St. John, a name I know. Lindsay, Lindsay That's DePaul. That's a Bond girl, I think, Jill St. John. So it's 1971, so it's probably on the set of... Diamonds uh, Are Forever, yeah. Raquel Welch, nice, nicely done, Sean. Joyce Weber, Sue Lloyd. Jill St. John, always Diamonds Are Forever, nailed that. Pretty good. <laughs> Julie Hamilton. Shelly Shelley Winters, I feel is, is younger than him. But I'm not sure if that's accurate. Zaza Gabor. Zaza Gabor, wow, okay. Uh, man, he had encounters with, which I guess this means he fucked, um, a few wow. others. I mean, he mentions a lot here. Lana Turner's the only one on here that is of note. Zaza Gabor may have actually been older than him. It's possible. That rock. 19, 1933 Miss Hungry Pageant. I mean, just an incredible. So he just, just, yeah, it sounds like Sean Connery just didn't give a fuck. No, he, oh no, Shelly Winters is probably his age. Uh, and, no, he, and he lived during the right time. Oh, yeah, he plowed his way through. It was good, it was good of him to leave the spotlight in 2003 when he did. That was perfect. <laughs> if, he, like, if, if a guy like that hung on too long, and like, if, you're, if you fade away and you're quiet, I don't think they're going to come for you. Yeah, 
But if he was like still working or even just doing like voice work or something, they would have tried to take that, you know. I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised that we, they haven't tried to do it. I mean, it happens. Well, I mean, I did. Well, I did see it on like social media, so I, it's, it's obviously somebody's been trying in to, circulation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they did it with John Wayne, who's probably a piece of shit. They've, they've done it, you know. They've done it to Eastwood, who's still around. Um, they've done it to every you know, anybody who they who they think is too high up on the pedestal. They try and tear them down just for fun, just yeah. for shits and giggles. Nobody's got anything better to do except try and tear somebody down who did something forever ago and just hope that it sticks. I don't know who, I don't know what they have to gain from it. Um, At some point, the Connery one will get, maybe gain some traction. It'll be a quick blip. I mean, he's dead. It's not going to listen. Well, so is John Wayne, but listen, he said it as a last resort. So it wasn't like, you know, (laughs) a last resort in an argument. It wasn't even like last resort. She was coming at you with a knife. You had to stop her last resort because you just wouldn't shut up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> they don't drop they don't drop shit <laughs> oh man just let it just let it go sweetheart yes <laughs> i'm warning you i did have to i have one more move in my pocket <laughs> ace up his sleeve <laughs> one more ace up my sleeve it's my backhand did he uh, uh, yeah out of that's uh take your rings off yeah he's um a gentleman, yeah, even a couple like, different, couple generations removed. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, the world has already geez. taken back Will Smith. It sounds like. Is that right? He's back. Is it official? It was quicker than I thought. I said that he'd make a comeback, no problem. Well, this he, movie uh, was already in the, this movie was already in the works, before, like as this was going on, right? Right, but uh, he went on uh, Trevor Noah. That Daily Show, Trevor Noah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Trevor Noah. Yeah, he went on the. Uh, I'm not a big Trevor Noah guy. I liked John Stewart. Like it was gonna, it was always gonna be a drop off after that. But yeah, anyways, no, not different. important. Different show, different. I mean, yeah. same idea, different show. I mean, whatever. Um, he went on Trevor Noah promoting, obviously, like the the uh, movie where he's playing the slave. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing ovation. Oh, I don't know if it was standing. Wow. They didn't show the crowd. They yeah. didn't show the crowd, but he got a hand. He got a hand. Tearing up, tearing up as he got cheered for. He teared up at some point. I think it was more during the interview. Okay. Uh, but still, but he's an actor though. That's why I can't really take yep like those tears that seriously. Yep. But I think I think he'll have no problem. He's it's Will Smith, like, and he's you know. No disrespect to Chris Rock, but it's like Chris Rock's very popular, but it wasn't like I mean he didn't pull Sean Connery. He wasn't a woman, and it was a bitch slap. Yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a close fist. It wasn't. It and wasn't Chris Rock, open just, hand. Chris Rock just wouldn't let go. He wouldn't let it go. Wouldn't let it go. One one <laughs> too many GI Jane jokes. Uh, I'm Team Chris Rock. If I had to pick sides, I don't think I have to. Well, you have to. It'd be insane to take Will Smith's side. There's no, <laughs> you can't justify what he did. Play devil's advocate. Why would you take Will Smith's side here? He's a okay. passionate guy. Is he divorced? You're a Scientologist. Did, it, did, did he? Is, is he divorced from Jada Smith yet? Are they divorced yet? Ah, uh, no. Nah, that's a weird relationship. I, like she admitted to. They did like a sit-down interview. I didn't watch it, but the oh, gist of it, I believe. I saw a clip of it. Very uncomfortable. 
Yeah, the gist of it was like they're in an open relationship uh, and she's kind of more for it than he is. Like she's banging other guys, like his son's friend or their son's friend. I don't know, some young kid. And I'm sure Will's doing fine too, but she's kind of reaping. She's more on board, I'll say. And public, and public about it, too. and pu- so. very public about it yeah. to the point where comedians are making jokes about it. And <laughs> well, it was one too many, one too many uh, jokes. And uh, hey, listen, he also man. he also blamed his uh, his not well. I'm gonna say he blamed, he blamed his father. His father was abusive. He's like, oh, that came out in me. Hey, listen, you got, if you get if you're gonna be sitting like first front row at the Oscars, you got to have a little thicker skin. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's, the guy's been on TV. I can't wait to talk about this again, but the guy's been on TV since he was 17 years old. Critics up and down, whether it's, you know, from Fresh Prince days to whatever else he's done. Critics up and down. The guy's made billions of dollars. You gotta be yeah. a, little bit, a little bit thicker skin. I know, whatever, man. I was your wife for a big spotlight, big moment for you, whatever. You just gotta let it fucking. She's a public figure. When you're a public figure, it's just you're on a T. Yeah, you're you're front row of the Oscars. Like less than one percent of the people in history do that. Yeah, no, no one's sitting front row. It's not. Yeah. It's a very short list. Yeah. I mean, there's there's rows on top of rows behind you of A-listers in your front row. Yeah, because of what movie? I already forgot that's that's what that slap did. Was I forgot? Oh, the, it was the um, Williams sister Williams. movie, and he yeah. was good in that movie. I did I did say he was good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I already I'd forgotten about the movie I watched like six months ago because of the slap. You watched it? Was, it was about to be the. No, 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 I watched it before the slap. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, all right. I thought it'd been wild if you watched it after the slap and still forgot the movie, but <laughs> you had to watch it because of the slap. No, nah, it was before pre-slap. Would have been great marketing if you just ran to see that movie. I gotta see this movie. Made him slap Chris Rock. I gotta see this. I'm sure there there's probably some people. It probably did some uh, did a job for the movie. You no. Know? Oh yeah, I've been meaning to see For people who like don't watch the Oscars, right? Just completely oblivious to yeah. movies these days, which mm-hmm. there's a lot of. Yeah. They may have heard about it and be like, oh, what was he nominated for? Because he ended up winning. Yeah. It was, it, he was 10 minutes away from the best moment in his career. Yeah. It was like it was like Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl. Like you're at the one yard line. <laughs> and he yeah. threw the ball right to Malcolm Butler. Yep. By the way, Russell Wilson would be a perfect Scientologist. Oh my God. Is he not a Scientologist already? He's he's proud. I know he's like Mr. Re- religious now. Yeah. He yeah, went from yeah. Mr. Unlimited to Mr. Religious. Yeah, he's very limited. Mr. Three and eight. Uh <laughs> but I could see him like coming out and having a uh an interview about whatever his religion is, like some you know, of the million branches of Christianity and mm-hmm. it just sounding like a cult. You'd be like, dude, you're in a cult. He's like, that's, that's yeah. what's next for him. That guy's that. Yeah. That guy is so ready to be brainwashed, to be told exactly how to just be told exactly how to like be 
I don't yeah. you know what I mean? Like just he 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 needs it so he can like spout it to the world and just whatever, go on his Instagram live or whatever and do it. He needs it. He needs it. And he wants to do it. He wants to be a mouthpiece for something like that. Yeah. For something or if the, or if the wants- Illumin- I was gonna say if the Illuminati existed. Yeah. He'd be like the perfect guy that they would keep out in the fringe and be like, "We're you're gonna get in. You just have to keep doing this." And they would never let him in because he's not never. big enough. Never. Like you got to go sit in Serena Williams's box with your sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a no, fucking idiot. He need, he needs to preach about something that's bigger than him. That's what he needs. He needs to talk about it. How it's important for everybody else to follow the thing that's bigger than him because it's it's just it's uh. He's got a Jesus complex about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect cult guy. Perfect. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Easily recruitable. <laughs> so, Will, so Will Smith goes on Trevor Noah, and mm-hmm. he's he's rehabilitated now? Was, I'm, I'm sure Trevor was – I'm not sure. <laughs> the, way, he, the reason I saw this was because I was watching uh, – the hell was I watching? The Daily Show. <laughs> No, no, I, I didn't actually watch the Daily Show. It was the news. Oh, Inside Edition, which oh, I don't know how people watch the news, man. And how you watch? I Inside just Edition. like the. That's not. Is that considered the news or no? I no, but I don't know how you watch Inside Edition. The remote was on the other side of the room, and it was uh, like a half hour before uh, Rudolph started. Fair enough. Uh, so. I'm watching. Who does inside? Is it Mario Lopez? Who's the host of Inside Edition? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was anybody. uh... All right, sorry. Ah, see, I wasn't paying attention. It may have been. Was it Kevin Frazier? Maybe. Uh, I I feel like it was no names. It might be a woman. I don't know her. Mm. All right, sorry. I got sidetracked there, as you were. Oh, you know what it was too? They were talking World Cup a little bit and they were showing around the New York and different pubs. By the way, fucking one 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 thing I had a problem with. They were showing like people drinking in pubs. Uh local news I saw out of Connecticut and like they showed New York pubs and stuff. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna go and you're gonna uh, you know paint your face and drape yourself in the American flag. <laughs> don't don't drink a Guinness stout. You got it's got to be a Budweiser. It's got to be an American beer. Represent you're gonna a do bit. that. Yeah, represent. I know you're at sure. an Irish pub, and that's the thing to do. But like, it's a must win game. You got to go American beer. Just a side note. I no, uh, I agree. Get in the right get in the right mode. So I have no idea how people watch the news on a, on a uh, nightly basis, and I'm not even talking about like the Fox News and the CNNs. This was just like after the soccer shit. They're talking about uh, this. Uh, you hear about the frat boy cannibal? No. Well, I just put on. I just looked up the Inside Edition website, and that's the first time I've heard about it. Yeah, this was. I remember when this story happened. It was like honestly, I want to say almost four years ago, like definitely yep. pre-COVID. So he he wow. got off innocent like this week, so that's a great new, uh, great uh, news story to start off. Not uh, guilty in- by reason of insanity. Yeah. Right, which is not a defense. Like, I mean, they're not going to let him free, but it's like killing two people and like eating them and stabbing another guy in the back. Yes, you're clearly insane. Yeah. But you are guilty of murder. 
that's just the way I see it. I'm very, I'm very uh, sympathetic towards people with mental health issues, but you're I'm guilty of murder. Even more sympathetic to people who get eaten. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go with that, and then what was the other? One? And then oh, then they. This was after the Will Smith thing had already aired. There was some Idaho murder with four people. I was like, all right, I got to get up and get the remote. This is not, I thought Inside Edition was like. Oh, the tabloid stuff, enter, entertainment news, or something like that. Nah, I don't. I think it's more news than it is like so and so's dating. This is like this. This looking at the web page, it's a wild list of shit. This is totally like tabloid stuff. That's, I mean, the Idaho stuff is crazy. That's been in like the regular news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is totally like tabloid clickbait. Kick clickbait stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So after the cannibal um, got off, they went to Will Smith. <laughs> I think it was uh, my, Will Smith. It may have even been before the cannibal. Of course. Yeah. Well, the important news first. Of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They just showed like a couple clips from the interview. I think I already touched on everything that I heard him say. So he's rehabilitated, though. He's he's back. Everybody's going to forgive him. Pretty. He and he. Oh, and he did say like I understand if people don't want to go see. Uh, the movie because of what happened at the Oscars. Uh, I mean, me personally, if I hear it's good, I'll probably watch it. It seems a little depressing. I got to see how long it is because a movie that's this like dark and depressing. Yeah. If it's like if it's like two forty five, I don't know if I could do it. What's it called? I'm not sure, but it, you're right. It's a commitment, though. It's a commitment. It's a commitment to be miserable. Might you might be entertained. But it, it's just it's going to be gut wrenching for a couple hours. I don't even know the story. I just know oh, emancipation. Uh, let's see, December 9th, Antoine Fuqua. Is that how you say his name? Is that is that the dude who did uh, Training Day? Mm-hmm. Two twelve. That's not terrible. Doable. Yeah. Two twelve is not terrible. Yeah, if it's Oscar worthy, check it out. What's it on? Oh, another thing. My I might. It might just be released. Uh, oh, the, the Greek from uh, from the Wire, the bald guy, is in it. Timothy Hutton. Okay. All right. Roy from the Office. They're all down wow. on the list. I don't. I don't even know the bigger names on here. They are not going to have great roles. They're not gonna be good guys in this movie. I don't see how they could. <laughs> I mean, if any, if anything, they're like white guy with a heart of gold. That's the best I can give them. But they're still slave owners. I feel like they're trying to do away with that in movies since uh, Green Book. Oh, <laughs> I think people got kind of sick and tired of there having to be like the great white knight coming to save all these black people. And it's like, well, that's great that you want to. Have a movie about a you know how a white guy makes it. Do, do we really need to have like some white guy there to lift him up? <laughs> that was a true story, though. I will give him that. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know the whole story behind it, but just I think I think for Hollywood and for pe- moviegoers, they got a little tired of seeing that trope. Yeah, um, a little like devil's advocate on Will Smith. Here we go. Yeah, good. No, this isn't defending him. This is actually hammering him a little bit more. Good. You say that he's rehabilitated. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, is it a coincidence that he got rehabilitated, what, 10 days out from the movie release date? <laughs> it's think, a little suspicious. I mean, who who's saying he's rehabilitated? Well, you just said it. You said, do you well, think he's meant, rehabilitated? My, well, the, my he, answer would be no. He's promoting the movie. Yeah, no, no. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I guess that's – if he's out promoting it, I guess kind of talking about it and reconciling that with his audience is going to be important. And it's up to the people who see it if he's actually – if his image is he, – he's not rehabilitated for slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. He's going to – his image has to be rehabilitated to the point where it's like, all right, that was a one-off thing. He fucked up. He's just a he's a little he's a, he's a screw loose, you know. He's got yeah. screw loose. And let uh, me ask you this because I said it at the time that he's almost bulletproof, Will Smith. Yeah. How many guys would have been able to come back this fast and made like a public appearance like this? Mm. It's got to be an A lister, first of all. Has to be A list. They're not. I mean, no one's like, gonna. No one's gonna. If you're like a B list or below, they're just gonna brush you aside and be like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess Johnny Depp. His he did fall off a lot, and he didn't guy. even. With him, it was more slander than anything. Well, I don't know. Again, I think there's some truth to both sides of the story here. So I think they're both kind of bad people in this whole thing. I don't know. Again, I'm in no position. It's none of my fucking business. Um, so if you want to make it, people, people want to make the judge, people want to be team Johnny. People want to be team Amber. Like is that you made your mind up a long time ago. At least it wasn't in front of millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's always Um, worse when you see it as opposed to reading it. It was like the Ray Rice thing, right? Oh yeah. When you hear about like, when you hear about domestic abuse, it's bad. When you Mm -hmm. actually see a haymaker being thrown on a woman, you're like, it's like breathtaking. Like, oh my god. Cold cocked. Yeah, guy's a fucking NFL player, NFL running back. Uh, Yeah, and she's laying unconscious. Not good. Uh, Yeah, I guess there's probably I don't know. I'm sure there's other guys that could pull it off. Oh yeah, there's other guys. But if I mean, many though, it's a short list. You know, if he got up and slapped Meryl Streep, it'd be a different story than if he slapped Chris Rock. Yes, yes. If he got up and I don't really, I don't even like. We have three minutes left before this runs out, so I got, I'm going to put this out there ju- just as a point of just as a point of conversation. I don't know. No, go ahead, and do it. No, go but ahead. If do Chris it. Rock, if Chris Rock was a white guy, oh, would have been worse. Like, would have oh, been, yeah. how much worse would have been? I mean, I'm not saying. Oh, oh what you're saying the the, uh, the outcry, not like not was was it, not was it worse? Just the outcry. Sorry, I thought you were. I thought you were flipping it around. White guy slaps black guy. Oh well, because then I, then it's like you're done. You're that finished. Over, yeah, your career is over. If you white yeah. guy slapped the black guy, it would be over. I don't think there's any question about that. But so think, black guy sw- uh, slaps a white. It depends on like if it's Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> that'd be kind of <laughs> <be kinda> funny. <laughs> depends on who it is. That's for Carmelone, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. You could just you could justify a little better. <laughs> Doing black voice, um, yeah, it would be di- it would definitely be different if there was uh, a racial element to it. That goes yeah. without saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, well, I don't know. Right, it was not the same. The act remains the same, but depending on the person, it could have been same joke. Worse. Same, yeah, same, same joke. joke. Same exact setup. Yeah. 
All right, Billy well, Crystal. <laughs> yeah, I think over like over seventy. I think you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, slapping Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal or Martin Short, Martin Short would be bad. <laughs> oh, Martin Short, you'd kill him with a slap. You send the guy flying across the room. Three feet taller than Martin Short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be bad if it was uh, Jim Carrey. It's, pro- it's probably yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, scrawny little guy. I could see Jim Jim Carrey not having uh you know the public the, I, I could see the public not exactly backing jim carrey that guy is just wise ass yeah i don't see jim carrey making a, that joke though i mean just like if we're getting in somebody's head it's getting in somebody's no. head we've never met before which is impossible i just don't see jim carrey's humor going uh-huh. in that direction anyway we're going down a weird path here and it's less than a minute so let's take a quick break and we'll come back and uh We'll talk about the new slap uh, UFC shit that's going on, apparently. Will Smith sponsored. You heard about that? The what the new UFC slap game thing? I did not, no. Yeah, it's like a slap thing. It's just guys slapping each other, apparently. Oh, all right. Sponsored by the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All right, we'll be right back. All right, so uh, yeah, just on that last thing, I, I don't know anything about the slap league except like all I saw about it online was that Joe Rogan's not into it. And I'm pretty sure I've seen this before where it's just two guys just tee off on each other's face, just wind up, slap, to bring it back to Sean Connery. But this is just two guys, battle of wills, cocking back and slapping each other. (laughs) Isn't that an actual sport? Yeah, and I think like UFC is doing it now. Oh, so they're doing an actual league. Yeah. I, th- I thought I'm sorry, I mean, I thought this was actually like a, one of those like viral things where two idiots slap each other or something. Okay, that makes this makes more sense. Yeah, I think I was, it's I was actually... making sure I didn't. I wasn't gonna get like slapped walking down the street because of some UFC challenge. No, no, no. It would be um, that'd be like a TikTok thing, like the kids you know want to drag you into and just slap a stranger. Yeah, well, they played that uh, years ago in New Haven. It was called the knockout game. That was really, yeah. Well, that's fun. I don't know if it was well, just exclusive to New Haven, but it was it was a thing. Just knock out strangers when they weren't looking. Jeez, I know. Like there was, that used to be a thing. Um, like to get into certain gangs, Crips Bloods. I mean, this might have just been like legend, but like you'd have to like slice somebody to get in. Yeah, they'd make you. They'd make you. Um. Like smoke uh, cigarettes, like dipped in formaldehyde. I guess that gets you all fucked up. I mean, it doesn't sound like it would do anything but get you really fucked up. Um, and then you had to go like to like a mall or something and cut somebody on their arm. Very odd initiation process. I mean, these 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 people are have nothing but time to figure <laughs> out how to how to let their uh, their new guys in. I guess, yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. Not how I'd go about things. No, I'd come up with something way better. To, it would benefit me in some way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll pick me up a uh, fucking Cadillac. Or go, yeah. or go go pick me up a pizza. You're in. Yeah. Go, better yet, go steal me a Cadillac. Hey, there you go. Yeah, scrap the plates, new paint job, and now I have a new Cadillac. Now you're in the gang. 
Welcome. Go, go slice some random stranger at the mall. It's crazy. Yeah. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know if that. I don't know if that was just legend. I'd heard at some point or, or accurate, but I'm pretty sure the formaldehyde thing is is true. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure that's like part of the new member initiation. I think that gets you like just. I mean, that's. I think it gets right in your head. Yeah, something. It it does something. <laughs> uh. Let's see. I want to see what it does now. I mean, it's... Uh, you've ever inhaled it just like briefly for no other reason. Is it a make you hallucinate at all or is it just completely fuck you up? Lightheaded dizziness. All I could find is adverse effects. Um it's gaining popularity as a drug of abuse. It produces a, it produces a high similar to PCP. Drugs, okay. drugs dipped in these substances are usually marijuana joints or tobacco cigarettes. If it's like PCP, then it, I think PCP is a hallucinogenic. Fuck. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Makes you hallucinate. Yeah. Hallucinogen, you had it. You were yeah. there. right in the doorstep there. Yep, threw it to yeah. Malcolm Butler. Not, not Sunday poor recommended. No, not not my stamp of approval. No. There's, uh, other, there's other ways to go after it. Get after it. Yeah, plenty, plenty others that we've discussed here. Um, so go back and listen <laughs> if you want any recommendations on drugs. Um, did, you, did you see um, the reporter in uh, Iran who gave the the captain of the U.S. team a hard time for the way he pronounced the country? Yeah, did you just did you just say it right? Is that how do they? No, say I said it. it. I said it wrong intentionally, but it is also how I say it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How else would you say? You say, it? you say Iran, right? Yeah. What is it? Iran. Iran. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid was just like, "I apologize." He took the high road. Yeah, so I got, I got I got like mad on my couch, like, oh man, better man than me. Yeah, it's like these guys going after soccer players and shit, like, and and the United States, not not just going after the soccer player and going like taking shots at the United States through the soccer player, like, fuck you, man. Like, well, that's why he did it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, Iran is not a haven for uh, a lot of people to live in either. Talk about no. discrimination. I would, I would imagine not. Yeah, so they, got some, was, they, got uh, some, they got some balls, man, coming after guys like that. Almost, almost making me interested in the outcome of that game. I watched a little bit of the second half. I missed the goal, of course. Uh, but I did watch a little bit of the uh, – I'll tell you one thing that I, I did actually catch. I ran, had a few – they had a few scoring opportunities there at the end. Yeah. That I thought I thought there was twice I thought they buried one. One mm-hmm. was like a kick and one was a header. That's the only way I could describe it because not great with ter- soccer terminology. But there was twice there I thought they had it. Mm. And that would have been crushing, devastating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so now just, it's U.S., U.S., just, Netherlands, 10 a.m. Just because it would be a tie again. 
Yeah, another three straight ties would have been tough to take. Yeah, you Gear, had gearing up for eight years for three ties. Yeah, you had um you had well, I had the Netherlands, so USA's taking on the Netherlands in the next round. Belgium's got a must win coming up, Ant. How's your pick? I'm only talking soccer picks because uh, I don't I do not I do not want to talk NFL picks from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the NFL. Hang on. I want to see Belgium's playing. I know I saw they lost over the weekend. Yep. Uh, and who are they playing? Croatia, I think. Oh, Croatia's good too, right? Yeah, yeah. So Belgium's in trouble. This is what they. This is why I like rooting for Belgium because they're just a fun team who makes a little noise and they just let you down. <laughs> That's fun. I'm not gonna root for Brazil. I'm not gonna root no. for like the Germans or Spain. It's oh. like let's root for. Let's root for a scrappy underdog that's going to just let you down easy. Were they that big of an underdog? Belgium, 16 to 1. They're like middle of the pack. They're probably yeah. like eighth, the eighth favorite. Yeah. It's, not it's, that it's much pretty. It's, well, I mean, all right. It's not Morocco, but <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So they cannot lose. Or they could. Is there uh, a way they can tie? I'm not sure if a tie with a certain amount of goals might get them in. I don't know. They probably have to win. And Morocco's playing Canada, who's probably stinks. A couple teams in here that I – I think Canada's the one team. I'm going through the list now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I can't remember ever seeing – never mind in a World Cup. I don't remember ever seeing Canada on a soccer field. It's very odd. Of all the teams I'm going down the list right now, all 32 teams. Like, Qatar's weird, but they're the host country, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember ever seeing Canada play soccer. I have to when agree, is it warm? Yeah. When is it warm enough to play soccer? Yeah, I have to agree. That's um, you know what? Just white and red uniforms. They're they hockey. They're a hockey team. Right. You should be on skates. What's going on here? Yeah. Are they? Is Canada going to advance? No, they've gotten beat twice. <laughs> <laughs> they're in, that's I brought them up because they're in Belgium's. Uh, that's who Belgium beat in the first game. Do they have any goals? Uh, I don't, no, I don't think so. They're minus four goal differential. That's not good. They. Uh, Oh no, they they lost four one to Croatia, so they have one goal. Okay, they lost one not in the Belgium, so they got right. they're on the board. Let's see, what was the guy's name who scored it? Let's see if it was really Canadian. Alfonso Davies. No, it was in the second minute though, so they had a one nothing lead for a bit. Yeah, very strange seeing Canada. I can't remember ever seeing them in a World Cup. All right, so must win for Belgium. Yeah, see the that's, see the that's... betting line on that. Probably be take fun. a draw. Be fun for you. Yeah, see, I'll get uh, I'll tune into it. Maybe. I don't know about sat- Saturday ten o'clock is a tough time for a sporting event. It does take you right into the college football that maybe. A little anticlimactic, the college football, for a few reasons, but 
10 a.m. stuff. All right, so Bel- on DraftKings, Croatia's pl- plus 165, Belgium's plus 175, draws plus 230. Take the draw. I would take the draw, too. Take, yeah. I wonder how much you, how much could you have made if you just took the draw all. Oh, all throughout the tournament? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the draw is usually not favored, right? So sometimes it is. If there's a uh, – how many draws have there been? Let's see. There have been one, two, three, four, five. I'm sure it's a minus a couple times. Six. Seven, eight, nine, nine ties. I don't know I how mean, many games, though. I mean, if it's minus 110, you're still coming out pretty good. Right? Usually it's not, though. Usually it's plus. Because there's Man, three outcomes. That I remember there's three outcomes. Yep. So three true go, outcomes. Right. It is. So if you go $100, I'm going to say you're up money if you've gone $100 on every tie. I'd, 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 I'd assume so. Probably starts to even out, though. Four, six, seven. 16. I'm just counting how many games there have been. 20, 22, 24, 26, 28. 30, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. So uh, 25% have been ties. I don't yeah, know if you're money. Yeah, maybe not. That's kind of, yeah. You got to know which ones to bet. Yeah. Well, you know, let's say like you're not betting a tie in uh, Netherlands Qatar today. No, you would not be. No, you would not take those. <laughs> there's a few. That's a good point. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few you're not taking. So maybe yeah. maybe you're up money if you bet it smart. Yeah, because you're taking out at least every Qatar game is coming out of it. Every game, well, yeah. Canada, Canada games are out of it. You cannot. T- yeah. So it's at least six games you're not betting. I'm sure there's two or three other teams you're not putting any kind of faith in scoring a goal against anybody else. Doesn't matter who the opponent is. Just not gonna, correct. Just not just not going to take a chance on them. Yeah. So well, maybe yeah, we missed it. Maybe uh, four more years. We'll figure it out. Take the tie. We have cousin Sal. Cousin Sal. Did you hear the bet he made? He already cashed it. No. Wow. What was his bet? He did uh, over four and a half zero zero ties. Oh man! Already cashed. That's that's great for a guy who's not going to watch a single game. Yes, and just wants to make a couple bucks off it because I don't think the true soccer fans are going to be making that bet. They don't no, want to, they don't sit not. there. They don't want to sit there and root for no goals. No. Um. Yeah. Good job by him, beating the system. And then uh, England's playing up against uh, the NFL Sunday. Well. Tough titty. England, England, Senegal. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, England, Senegal. I'll be watching, I don't know, Falcons. Any, anything, or, yeah. yeah, anything but England, Senegal. <laughs> that is tough. They don't uh, they don't give a shit. No, I don't care. They, they get there's plenty, there's plenty. I'm surprised, like 
how I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I am. But how many like foreigners are in Qatar? Like people who really did flock there to go to uh, to watch these games from every from everywhere. People, I, I people really. This is like this is their Super Bowl, and it's even bigger than Super Bowl because it's once every four years. Yeah. No, I know. That's, I, I mean, it's the only I, way I, I could. I don't know. I, that's the only way I could explain it. <laughs> I still, I wouldn't go to Qatar. I wouldn't go to Qatar to see my Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? You tell soccer me, soccer fans are a different breed. I know. I, yeah, I know. But you tell me, like Giants Super Bowl in Qatar, I'm not going. I mean, I probably wouldn't go if they were in. Like, I didn't go. I wouldn't go if they were in New Jersey, probably, just because of like, you know. Seems like a real pain in the ass to go to, but yeah. like, unless unless they had like some in, like I'm not going to the fucking Super Bowl. But yeah, going to like another country that's shady in all kinds of ways, not anything to do with it. I mean, I just yeah, I, I don't look forward to a cross country flight in my own country. Like ah, it's gonna be fucking five hours for a vacation. For a vacation somewhere yeah. you're going like a beach, sun, warm yeah. weather. Yep. Yeah, these people got on. Apparently, there was, uh, I forget who I was listening to talk about it, but there are places you could drink in Qatar. Yeah, it was just not in the stadium. I have a friend who's over there and he was doing shots before, like doing shots beforehand uh, elsewhere. It's just in the stadium. You don't, you, there's no booze being served. So everyone's bombed inside. It's like the, the bleachers back in the day. Everyone is just drink way too much before the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just okay, make him be creative. Sense. Just make him be creative about it. Can't drink inside. That doesn't make sense to me. No. Well, no. I'm never, never going to make sense of it, actually. No, yeah. No, it's not going to. It's just... There's so much money you could make on soccer fans <laughs> looking to booze it up for two hours. I yeah, mean, you got a bunch of English and Americans and Belgians and, 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 and Dutch in there. Like, just... Yeah. Canadians Germans, watching their team uh, get said, fucking smoked. Yeah. Yeah, Saw a few Molsons. Plenty of money to be made, but yeah, yeah, they're uh, they have their um, their religious standards. That I don't know is it religious? They have their standards to to. Uh, it it's I'm sure it stems from religion, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Oh well, their their loss. Yeah, literally. Cash, <laughs> cash loss. Uh, yep, I haven't watched too much. I had a little bit today. I was home today. I watched a little bit um, in passing of a couple of these games, but I wasn't home for the USA game, so I don't watch any of that. But yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch the uh, the Saturday game. It's a t- tough, tough start time. I'm not sure I'm in. I'm not all in on it, unfortunately, for uh, our boys. But um. What if they go? What if they keep winning? I I I think I was thinking about it today. I think I'll be at, at least I don't know if I'll be like into it, but I'll be a little bit more tuned in when we get closer to the finals. And I'll probably watch the finals just because that seems like a big unless it's Sunday at two. I'm not watching it. But um Oh, it's a good question. When is it? They couldn't possibly put it. I feel like it's gotta be a Saturday. Or Sunday like morning. 
The final is Oh yeah, it might be Sunday. Well, it's still not that. Sunday, ten AM. Twelve eighteen. Wow. All so right. that's actually yeah. that's good uh that's, that's a good uh, start time, yeah. That's doable, yeah. This maybe the this the is the best time on a Sunday to have it if I gotta keep me interested in it. Um I don't, yeah. I don't think you have to worry about US making a run. I, that, that I'm not worried about. That's the last thing I'm worried about is them being there on that Sunday. Not at all. I'd be surprised. Oh yeah. Surprised. Oh wait, if they win, they would uh hold on. If they win winner one versus winner two. If I'm reading this right, they would play Friday. At two o'clock, December. Now I'm going to be in the city that afternoon. That may be enough reason for me to, or should I root against them or root for them? I can't decide. So I'm going to be like in the Times Square area. It's probably going to be all tourists and just like you know people coming out of the woodwork. That's, but it would yeah. be fun to pop. I do like we go usually. I like to pop into an Irish pub or two. It's going to make it more difficult if the game is on. Yeah, that's uh. I mean, you can't. Really I don't. Do I don't know what to root for. root for. I guess you just root for the experience. But I know, once I'm in that, in that mob, I would be like, "Fuck these!" I start rooting for fucking I, Senegal. I know. I know. There's a billion soccer fans out there, but I'm skeptical of every soccer fan right now. Oh yeah, of course. Of I mean, course. it doesn't. You could watch soccer every weekend. You could have like the alerts in your phone. I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm just I don't I don't really believe it unless I know you. I don't really believe you're a soccer fan. And that includes all these people. Like I say, show the videos today of people at bars, watch parties with all their Captain America gear on. And I just I'm not buying it that you guys are soccer fans. They're just in it for to be a part of something. It's like kind of like politics. They just want to be a part of a team. That's, that's it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Excuse yep. to just drink on a Tuesday. Yeah. That I mean that I that's cool. That I understand. Smoke some formaldehyde and watch some soccer on a on a Tuesday. Why not? Yeah, it's a little goofy, but I yeah, I guess I'll root I'll root for them. I mean, I'm not gonna root against them. It's just right, I'm not right. gonna that's, I'm never gonna root against them. It comes down to if I root for them or I just don't watch. That's the Right, that's the that's the key. You, you're not not necessarily be, you're not going to be out there with your flag draped around your shoulders, but you're not going to also you're also not going to be hoping that they lose. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're. I right. I did a Google today on uh, Pulisic. He this, is pretty good, like the one that everyone talks about. I didn't even realize he was American until today. <laughs> I've heard the name before. I did not realize yeah. he was American until today. Yeah, I googled him. Um... Just based on his look, I don't know. I think we're losing like it's like a three-one to the Netherlands. Fair enough. They had Clint Dempsey on, like whatever I was watching. Like Clint Dempsey was in the halftime show, and it's like, yeah, we said it. This didn't have the right look. It was not going to bring it home for America, and he still doesn't have the look. Dempsey, no, but it's America. Like who does have the look? It's not our sport. I'm not sure he has a look to like, I don't know, be a baseball hero or like a bowling hero. I'm not sure he has any of those looks. Yeah. 
Was he the best player or was it Donovan on those teams? I think it was Donovan, but he was uh, like a strong number two, I think. But who am I to? Actually, that one. I think the furthest America ever went was with them, no? Is that right? Didn't they go to to a grade eight? I feel like they went. I think they're okay, but I have no idea. I don't think you. You can say they make it to the group stage, and that's as good as they ever done. So I have no idea. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what that's well, that was eight years ago. I know they made it to the group stage and lost. I think it was to Belgium too. Uh, but I think they, I they, not, I have no way they've been to a final four. There's no way. Uh, I, I'm going to say that Elite Eight is no. They made it to the semis. Really, once. In 1930. Okay. I stand corrected. Lost to Argentina. I was going to guess Argentina too. Yeah. Wow. Did they play? Did they play uh, the third place game? Um, Let me see. 1930. You know who Argentina played? In the championship. Uh, England. No. Uh, is it a well-known soccer? Uh, they're known. I think they're they're there this year. I think. Oh, they're there this year. Okay. Um, I think they are. I don't know if they are or not. It's not Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Wales. No. It's hard enough just naming Mexico. No, maybe they're not there. I thought they were. All right, I give up. If, if... I, th- I thought they were, but I might have just saw their flag in the. Oh, they are there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brazil. No. The wrong part of the world. Oh, I got to go to Europe. Yeah. I still give up. They were the hosts that year. It was Uruguay. Uruguay is not in Europe. Well, it's over there. I, well, my bad. I think it said <laughs> Europe. Yeah, it's not Europe. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. You know what? I was looking. I'm an idiot. I know it's not. Yeah, I was thinking something else because that flag. <laughs> my my mistake. <laughs> Uruguay. Yeah. I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking Ukraine, because the U. That's not even. You got your, you got your U's confused. I got my U's confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even have my formaldehyde. <laughs> I can't use that as an excuse. All right. So 10 a.m. U.S. Netherlands oh, yeah, Saturday. I'd um, rather it was a little bit later in the day, but it's all right. Let's see. Did the U.S. play that third? Uh, no, the third place playoff was not established until 1934. So they did not distinguish between third and fourth place teams. Yeah, I hate the third place. It's a rough one, man. It's, it's very un-American. The, it's a rough one to show up for. It's just anti-competition. Right. If the, yeah, if the U.S. ever did make a run to the semis and lost... It, it would be very American just to not show up for the third place game. <laughs> you can have it, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll take fourth. Whatever. What's the difference? It'd be, it'd be very American to trash the hotel and leave the morning of the match. Fuck yes. That's a, that's how you have to do it. Yes, just get hammered. Post it all over TikTok as soon as you leave, get out of the country. <laughs> uh, <sighs> there you go. Yep. That was it. Uh, wow. I did, we actually did a lot more on soccer than for two guys who watched combined. Piece of cake. One half of soccer. It's pretty good. Piece of cake. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. Let's. Uh, what, what do you want to cover from football with the, the remaining time? What's the big story from the weekend? Is it Mike White? Um, is it uh, Jacobs running forever, running like Forrest Gump? Um, uh, the story from the weekend. I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty decent day of football for the games on paper being shit. Yeah. Yep. Couple good witching hours. The four o'clock witching hour was pretty good. You had the Raiders game, Chargers two point conversion. Uh Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Pittsburgh, nice W. Says he's playing though. Says he's playing. Good for him. Um Kenny Pickett. Uh I would say the word I would use if I was a Steelers fan is encouraged. Okay. All right. He That's was okay. Yeah, I'd be encouraged by what I've seen out of Kenny Pickett recently. Made Makes a couple throws. Uh, Matt Ryan sucks. He's still a statue. Yep. I wouldn't expect any less. I don't know if there was really a singular Bengals, maybe. The Bengals is a big one. I think going into Tennessee. Bengals are Bengals are Mike White. I, well, in these parts, is, in these parts is definitely Mike White. I think nationally, the Jets, the Jets have a little buzz. A little bit, but I don't think Mike White is Mike White, the guy, the big national story. I don't think. Uh, nah, what if he beats the Vikings? Then it's then we're then we're getting then he's getting to be an important part of the national conversation. And they're going to play the Bills. Yeah, that could be a big deal. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, Mike Mike White did it against the Bears. That was like a perfect. Re- really, uh, you and I talked about it not in the show. You and I talked about. Uh, the coach's decision to whether you know, to, to to start white, use Flacco as a backup, and uh, to bench Wilson like completely, yeah. and re- I mean that was the best way to handle it, and it, it worked out as perfectly as you could hope because now like the whole team rallied around Mike White, they all love him. Like ever, ever, it's it was a great landing spot playing him against the Bears. Yeah, but even above all that, like you could just. Tell, do you think? Do you think they love Mike White more or hate Zach Wilson more? Well, I think the love comes from a place of of hate. I think <laughs> I think the the loathing they have for for uh, Wilson and coming out and having that performance, just I think they're behind White, and I don't. Yeah, I I think it's like. They're they're definitely married. The two of them are married. They're just so happy to see the ball travel down the field. Yeah, they're yeah. so pumped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, it's his job. And where where does like, if you pulled out a crystal ball and try to predict the next year and a half for Wilson, like where does Wilson go? Because 
they're always – I feel like this is with all – not just quarterbacks, but all top draft picks. Yeah. They're oh, Look at Carson Wentz. And now Carson Wentz was, I mean, a million times better than Zach Wilson ever was in the NFL. Yeah. The guy was almost an MVP before he got hurt Yeah, with Philly. Yep. But he like, played amazing, yeah. Carson Wentz keeps getting jobs for some reason, and – I don't know why he's awful. Like Taylor Heineke's taking his job. The Colts, you know, it didn't work out there. But he keeps. I mean, he'll probably. I wouldn't surprise you if Carson Wentz got another job just because he was a number two overall pick. Yeah. Like, wh- like usually you get a pretty long leash with Wilson. <laughs> you would think like starting quarterback on a bad team, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like. Um, I don't know. All right. So, yeah. So what's next for him? Like, this is simple, simple one. Does he start another game this year? I think, um, I think white would have to get hurt. Yeah. I, I, I think, he, I think we don't see him again. I think of the plan going forward. I think the idea in Jets fans heads is that they don't see him again. But their hands might be forced. It might be like week 17, Mike White's hurt. Flacco throws a couple of picks or Flacco's not, you know, whatever. Flacco's, See, I not, would, Flacco's not the guy. I'm a Flacco guy, but I think if anything were to happen to uh, White, you'd have to play Wilson. Uh, don't you want to see I, how the kid bounces back from being benched and I do, I do, but I mean, this team is, is, I don't want to say they're primed, but they're in position to. Flacco's not pitch. taking you there, though. I don't. I mean, Wilson and White are not taken to the promised land, but you want to give the rest of that team the best chance possible. I think they might think that the veteran quarterback is going to give them the best chance to go as far as they possibly can. Maybe I look at Flacco as a guy who signed up to be a backup. Yeah, and that doesn't have any interest. Like, I'll start one or two games for you a year, but like, don't put me in like some playoff push. That's how I view Flacco from afar. Yeah, I um, I don't love the Is idea, there- but that's what they have, though. You know, like I don't. That's not the guy that I want there. But I don't. I'm not sure Wilson's the guy you want there. Like Wilson might be better. Wilson might be better served just staying on the bench the rest of the year not doing any more damage and coming back fresh next year. So is there any way White can play his way out of the starting job? Like awful against the Vikings, awful against – he's got two tough games coming up, Minnesota and Buffalo on the road. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's going to be given a long leash. Yeah, because of the the, – because of the the faith the team has in him, I think you're right about that. I don't think they're gonna rush to get him out of there. But, but then it, let's say let's play a game where Mike White's awesome, and they go to the playoffs, and they don't even have to win a game; they lose first round. I mean, if they start winning playoff games with Mike White, forget it. But yeah. they go to the playoffs; they're like a seven <laughs> seed, and they lose, right? Yep. But Mike White's awesome the whole way. Isn't their plan just going to be to bring White back? Then, then where does Wilson stand? I don't. Like, I, I feel like Jets fans are done with Wilson. Like they're just done with him. They are, but if they, I mean, if they cut him tomorrow, they wouldn't care. 
I mean, you're right. I, they are, but the, the organization is can't be done with them. They can't give up on them just yet. No, the organization can't. No, no. Um, man, it's really going to be a a roller coaster. It's really going to be a roller coaster if something goes wrong with Mike White. It's just going to be a roller. Those are not, they're not even like three desirable guys. Not like it's you know the old saying we say it all the time: if you don't have one quarterback. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one quarterback or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, the old saying that we say all the time that I just fucked up. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you have three now and they all have downsides to them. And it's tough to even think about like an upside if things go wrong. Like it's all like what, it's all like what's, what could go wrong and what do we, how do, what's the backup plan? It's all it's they're all backup plans at this point. I think right now they have at least the Jets fan mentality is they have all their eggs in the Mike White basket. Yeah, for sure. I don't blame them either, because why not? Yeah, no, I don't I wouldn't want to go near Wilson at all. No. He's lost the locker room. He's gonna he, he's going to take a step back. He's not gonna respond. It's, it's, he's not going to respond to this by being successful. And it's not because he doesn't know how to, it's because he's just not ready to like on that, on the NFL level, he's just not ready to. I mean, steaming Willie Beam in any given Sunday. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> popular until the end of the movie. Until he started to win. Yeah, of course. Zach Wilson could be Willie Beeman. Uh What do you think? It's unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) It's unlikely. I still would play him over Flacco if White gets injured. So, okay, so you have Mike White gets injured, and you are, I don't even know, like, jet schedule. They have a few few cheapies. Two minutes on the clock here. Uh, Just for your information. Um. Okay, so Vikings, Bills, Lions, Jaguars. Then they have Seahawks, Dolphins to finish it out. Because okay, none of these, none of those games are like. But they got the they 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 go to Seattle on New Year's Day. Yeah, Mike White gets hurt against the Jaguars the week before. You're pulling you're pulling out Zach Wilson to to start it's a tough spot. in Seattle. It's a tough spot, and then it may maybe playing for your playoff lives there, and then. Back, back again next week against the Dolphins. I, I just Mike White goes down in the playoff game. You're not putting Zach Wilson in the playoff game. Play now. It's a little different though. Playoffs. But I don't, don't know. Aren't these last games playoff games though? I mean, get until you, I, until yeah. You, it depends on the situation, I guess. They. I mean, it, it, until until there's that little like asterisk next to your name in the next to your team name in the standings, like they're all playoff games. Yeah, I just don't have a lot of faith of, in Joe Flacco like this. Right, but you're, you're telling me that that team has faith in Wilson to go out there in a must-win game and figure it out? No, it would be – that's worst-case scenario, Mike I, White getting hurt. I think it has to be Flacco. I think it has to be. Not because he's not because he's better or going to be better than Zach Wilson, but he's just he, – he gives – he he's going to give the team the most faith now what's going to happen is Mike White. I mean, do they? Flacco's they are going to have to bring Wilson in. 
Right. Do they do they even dress Wilson this week? I don't know they didn't last week, right? I don't yeah, know. he was sitting there with his hood on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're under a minute, Ed. Do you want to come back for a few more minutes? Do a little more. I'm just uh, just clean up whatever mess we have here from the weekend. All right. All right, it won't be long. S- sounds good. All right. All right, just back for a few minutes to uh, wrap up anything we missed from the weekend or Thanksgiving or anything like that. Um, Mike White, I guess Mike White was the big story. Uh, Cincinnati went to Tennessee, took care of business, uh, overtime win. A um, couple big, oh, uh, the Browns shocked Tampa. That divi- that uh, division's get interesting there. Tampa is Tampa in uh, trouble? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. I'm gonna say either. probably not. <laughs> oh well, wishful thinking. We'll see. Um, Let's see if the Saints can win a game Monday night against Tampa. Then we'll talk. All right, fair enough. We'll be there. Um, hmm. uh, what else we got, Ant? Anything? Uh, anything? I think. Out uh, to you? I think we might have a, a gigantic uh, Christmas Eve game with Dallas and Philly. That'd be sweet. That game has – so that division has almost – I don't know if it's been necessarily handed to Philly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I know it's – I still think Dallas is fraudulent. I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, but – if you look at the schedules leading up to Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. right now Dallas has a, uh, or excuse me, Philly has a two-game lead on Dallas, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a two-game lead. But Philly's sole loss is to Washington inside the division, which makes a difference because Dallas Dallas has one division loss, but it's to Philly, so they each have one division loss. The next division loss, if Dallas hands it to Philly, big deal. Why it's a big deal is because Dallas is three games. I mean, tell me where they're losing leading up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Home home Indy, because we needed another fucking Matt Ryan primetime game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> home Houston at Jacksonville. Houston, Sean Watson coming back. Talk about rehabilitated images. <laughs> uh, They're going to shoot their load in the in the Deshaun Watson bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not. It's going to be easy. Easy all the way through to New Year uh, to Christmas. So they're eleven. So let's say they're eleven and three heading into that game. Phillies three games. Leading up to that, leading up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Home Tennessee at the Giants at the Bears. There could be a loss in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee for sure. Giants, I mean, I don't think they're playing well enough for that right now, but um, division game, division road. Game. Yeah, never know. Although and at the Bears, Fields goes nuts if, if he's playing. I don't know. Bear weather. Snow. Yep. yep. So if Philly, yeah. if Philly loses, I mean Dallas could at those of those three games, maybe at Jacksonville, looking ahead, 
big look ahead spot. But let's just give Dallas. Let's let's live in a world where Dallas actually takes care of business, wins three, the next three. All Philly has to do is lose one of those games, mm-hmm. two and one over the next three, and that Christmas Eve game is for first place. Gigantic. And I just yeah. feel I, something tells me Philly's losing one of those games. I, I yeah, I don't think they're I don't think they're invincible. I don't know. I think they'll ultimately win the division, be the one seed. But they had a graphic up last night where it was Philly and Minnesota side by side, like race for the one seed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I think Dallas should be on that list. I don't see why not. It's just yeah. uh, a matter of the numbers. And I mean, yeah, we see all the time where a team plays great. They seem to be running away with it. And they just, they're just not the team. They're not like that super team that everybody made them out to be. Yeah. Really I happen. still think they're the team, but yeah, they, they've shown flaws. I'll say that for sure. And uh, then um, the only thing I had was. You know about this week 15 flex scheduling? Uh, not specifically when it comes to week 15, no. There's five games they've set aside. Uh, three of them, three of the five are going to be moved to Saturday. Oh, okay. One, yeah. one, four, thirty, and 8 o'clock in those yeah. time slots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are, the, these are the games they have to pick from. Miami Buffalo, that's guaranteed getting moved mm-hmm. to Saturday, right? Giants, Commanders, that's getting moved. It's getting moved. Trust okay. me, I'll give you these the next. <laughs> three. All right, all right. You tell me which of these next three you're moving: Baltimore, Cleveland. Probably, uh, probably not. Well, let's do these next two first. <laughs> Colts, Colts, Vikings. You got to leave that one o'clock. You can't, I, you can't give me Matt Ryan again, standalone. No, that's fair. Yeah, Matt, you know he's playing Monday night too. The day after Christmas, he's playing a Monday night game. We don't. Yeah, we don't need that. And Falcon Saints. Oh, so it's Ravens, Ravens, Browns. It has to be Ravens, Browns. All right, that's what I had written down. I mean, I don't know what slot they where they put them one four thirty and eight. Miami Buffalo, yeah, probably Ravens, Ravens, time. Ravens, Browns, though, one. Probably. Yeah. Giants, Washington, 430. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what that's what it's probably gonna be. They gotta start flexing some of these games out too, man. I, the Chiefs and Broncos are playing a Sunday night game, which I don't care really too much about Sunday night football. But I mean, if you are up for that game, like stop putting the Broncos. I don't. I know Mahomes will get your ratings, but like stop putting the Broncos in prime time. Not enough. Yeah. Ridiculous. Nah. Even yeah. Colts Cowboys this week. Like, how's Colts Cowboys? I know Cowboys. They get your ratings, but how do you let leave that game in prime time? No, it's uh. Oh wait! I just wait. I spoke too soon. Colts Cowboys is still in prime time, but they they took uh, they took Chiefs Broncos out of prime time week fourteen, and they put Dolphins Chargers 
Oh wow. They they took Kansas City? You said Kansas City? Yeah. Kansas City and Denver. Oh well, Denver, yeah, okay. Yeah. Out of prime time and they put uh Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. yeah it's tough to get rid of the KC, but uh you can't put the Bron I mean the Broncos yeah. are so bad. They're an embarrassment. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. I was ranting, and apparently I missed uh, breaking news that happened hey, at well, some you, point tonight. You, you, maybe you were just hurt. <laughs> it was quick. It was very <laughs> quick, but <laughs> we get shit done here. That's it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, how do you feel two, about – Two hours ago. Two hours ago. At eight, 8.31. Dolphins went out, took care of business handily. Against Houston, just yep. uh, mindset. Lost work. the left tackle, but okay, it's a problem. Yep. Where are you? Where are you doing otherwise? With them in a good spot? Yeah, I mean they won five in a row, five games they should have won. Where they were, I believe they were favored in all five. Uh, the left tackle could be a problem though. They took two out of the game on Sunday, and he didn't play like basically the entire second half because he kept getting hit. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then we're going up against the Bosa's the next two weeks. So, uh, yeah, just, we'll see. Three okay. three straight on the road coming up. No more softies left. Niners, Chargers, Bills all on the road coming up. Yeah, you're going to see what you're made of, I guess. Yeah, time to find out. Is uh, I mean, it's exciting, though. It's a good place to be. You don't, you don't, of course. You don't want to be up against those guys and say, all right, we're just going to see our – the end of our season come and it's going right. to suck and we're going to get our ass kicked. It's a good place to be in. Yeah. How are expectations high yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, they've allowed me to at least dream about the division. Okay. Yeah. Even though I think the Bills are still going to win it. Mm-hmm. See what the Bills do Thursday in Foxborough, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 I think they'll be a playoff team, but I don't know. I got to see how this plays out. This is a tough stretch. My guard's up. My guard's up, but it, you, I you've it been is, burned before. Yeah, but this is probably the highest I've been on the team. I don't know ever. I mean, Marino. Maybe since Marino, sure, probably high since Marino. Because like Fair there's Jay, yeah. I mean Jay Fiedler was, you know, I like Jay Fiedler, but it was like he was the future. You knew what, yeah, you knew what, you knew what time it was with him. Yeah, was yeah, him. probably the highest I've been on the Dolphins since I was like ten. So yeah, I would say. Wow, that's. But it's also been a lot of bad years, so it's not really like. No, hey, no, still, I don't think that I don't think that matters. I think that's just you know, you know when there's when something's real is going on. I don't think it matters. It's been a lot of bad year. I don't think you're going out on a limb having high expectations for this for the squad. Yeah, I will be bitterly disappointed if we're not playing a playoff game. Bitterly disappointed. There you have it. Um, I mean, playoffs, you guys play in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I know. We got to get through this stretch. That's a tough stretch. But you could tell, you could tell 
probably should by, be a playoff team. You can tell just by your your language there that you know you're not used to being in this position. You're you know you. No, and I think the whole football world has you guys in the playoffs, but you know you you you're still right. We're not even like the way people talk is like, uh, like they're putting us in the same sentence as like the Bills and Chiefs, like they're in. And then the, the the bubble teams are like the Jets, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, whoever doesn't win the division there, Chargers. Yeah, you're right. Eaters are more comfortable um, being on that side of the equation yeah. than you are where where you likely really are. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not used to like Bills Chiefs territory. I'm not sure even like if we got to if you had like Chief status, like are I, I know they have like Mahomes, but I I find it hard to be comfortable at all in the NFL. I don't care how good your team is. No, the Chiefs are oh no, the Chiefs are beatable, and the Chiefs have a great home field. I think it's top five. I mean, however, you know them, Seattle, Philly. I think has a pretty good one. They have a great home field, but I mean, the Chiefs have shown that they're beatable. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Even that game of this past weekend against the Rams, like it's like they were out there just dicking around, like it was a scrimmage. Yeah, just. Going through the motions, seeing what works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's never any kind of danger. Yeah, I wouldn't go up against. This is how I would put going up against the Chiefs. Like, let's say it's Dolphins, Chiefs, AFC title game in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Please sign me up for that. I'm not going into that game thinking like, oh my god, we can't beat the Chiefs. But I also realize they could win by like forty. Yeah. That's the, right. that's the Chiefs, but it could know? be, but it could be what it could be a magical game though, right? Where all of a sudden it's like 24, 21. and it's not like you're playing like the the um like a vintage like Pats team where you're like, how are we gonna win in Foxborough? Right, 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 right. I don't yep. look at the Chiefs like that. No, and they're very good. They're like you know they're still a powerhouse, but yeah, we know we know they are. We know they're not uh, not perfect, but you know they they just went and did something that's just such a Chiefs move. Like the kid uh, Pacheco has a decent game, right? No, whatever, not a not a big time opponent, but uh, then they go out and they just get Melvin Gordon just to try out one of these like name running backs, former name not not a name running back by any stretch of imagination. But that's a crazy. Former, a former guy that was kind of good at some point. He was good. Melvin Gordon was good. For, he had like a two three year stretch. I feel like right, but he had, right, but he's okay. finished. He's yeah, he's done. But they, they do that, and I I don't know if that is really good for a team or not. Like it's just weird, like bringing a guy in, kind of. Uh, they haven't played. Den- they haven't. They haven't played Denver yet. Maybe they're bringing him in as a spy. That might be it. We don't know. Russ doesn't change up his. He didn't change up his audibles from Seattle. Why would he change him up? <laughs> mid-season with the same team that's more likely i would say that they oh, brought him in that was another big story was was rush is getting ripped to shreds by his d lineman in front of the coach who didn't do anything what could he do he just he was like thank god somebody finally let this guy have it i want to know what was said do we know what was said do we get a hot mic i have not seen a hot mic no yeah yeah, it's um 
It's it's one of those things, though. Like I don't want to downplay it because I'm sure the team hates Russell Wilson. Yeah, something about Wilsons, man. Zach and Russ, man, despised. <laughs> but uh, like if they were like eight and three, you could you could spin that as like ah, it's just a guy motive, you know. You love to see that fire out of teammates yelling at yep. each other. Like you could spin it that way. Yep. But when it, yeah, you know, that's a dumpster fire. So, yeah. Yeah. And they're, it's just, it's just fun because we've been watching it from opening night kind of go down in flames. It's, it's a slow burning dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. We did see the first match be lit. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a season. <laughs> So, all right. Well, well done all around. Just had a clean up some mess there. If you had anything else yet, we're going to wrap this one up. Come back Thursday. So, get, get in the holiday spirit. First show, December. All right. Let's do it, man. Have a great, well, have a great day tomorrow. We'll be back here on Thursday. Thanks for listening to Sunday Poor Ant. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will check in on you on uh, Thursday night. Peace.